You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 424. It's a 72 go all number. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome to My Mac Podcast 424. Okay, I think I'd better explain. Uh, the centered polygonal numbers are a class of series of figure it, figure it, figure eight, I can't even say the word, numbers, each formed by a central dot surrounded by polygonal layers with a constant number of sides. Each side, a polygonal layer, contains one dot more than a side in the previous layer. So starting from the second polygonal layer, each layer of a centered k-gonal number contains k more points than the previous layer, k referencing the amount of points that they're going to be. Each sequence is a multiple of the triangular number plus one. There you go. That's what this show is. Did that make any sense to you at all, Guy? Oh no, Guy's not here this week. Um, um... Right, anybody out there? Hello. Oh! <laughs> That's, you know, I, I threw that one at you, didn't I, James? Yeah, really? a little bit, yeah. You weren't, you weren't expecting me to go there. Okay, so Guy is away this week. He's having a week off. Actually, that's a little unfair. He's not really having a week off. He's just having a few days off because he went up to wherever it was to see the new um, Mac store. Mac specialist, I think it is. Ooh. Should have done me research, really, shouldn't I? <coughs> so I have with me James Turner of Woodpad fame. So <laughs> you, you, <laughs> Wood, Woodpad fame to most of the listeners, probably, James. That's why you, you're probably much more famous for doing much oh, better, much better crafted woodwork than just your woodpads. Well. Yeah, I suppose yes. There's there's lots of other lots of other bits of wood flying about in here usually. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you? Yeah, not so bad, thank you. Very well. Yeah. How, how's your week been? Or well, it's huh. not really that well. much of a week. You see, when I talk to Guy, I don't talk to him for you know seven days. So I we ask each other how our week's been. Well, yeah, so, I only I only saw you Friday as well. That's right. That, but, <laughs> but also, if I say to you, "How's your week been?" You're probably going to say to me, "Well, it's it's only Monday." So. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it feels like a long week already. Okay, well, how? Th- let me rephrase it then. How's your last seven days been? It's it's been all right. Yes, it's been very very nice. We've been quite busy. Um, been spent most of the last week stuck in front of me computer. But yes, it's been all right. It's been very busy actually. Some preparing people, for various some, bits and bobs. Some people don't call that a hardship being stuck in front of their computer. Is it uh, all work related? It was mainly. Yeah, oh. I've been doing lots of quoting and um, preparation for this week really. Excellent. Oh, you, uh, yeah. And, and, and as I mentioned, woodpad, are you selling lots of woodpads? And by the way, I'm using your key, oh, uh, good. key ring uh, yes. quite often, actually. Yeah, it's surprising, isn't it, actually? Um, I was using mine over the weekend a few times, actually, because I was sitting washing some bit of uh, sport going on that my wife was doing, and I was sitting at a table, and I thought, well, I could do with... Uh, I need a, needed a spare hand, so the iPhone went into the key, uh, woodpad key, and I was... Supping on a 
nice drink, drink eating <laughs> chips and reading the iPhone at the same time. It's very good. Yes. Excellent. Well, if anybody doesn't know basically what um, James has done, he's created a little key ring which has got a wooden... Um, well, a wooden. It's got a piece of wood <laughs> which is shaped accordingly and you can sit your newer iphones i think or sorry your your older iphones not the iphone 5 but because it's obviously it's a bit thinner so you're going to have to adjust the gap on the piece of wood yeah basically it sits on the table you put your iphone in and it just sits there and you carry it around on your key ring perfect always with you you see but uh you you also make the um the stands for the iphones and for the ipads as well which um i have one of each as well they're very good lots of people have i've sold a few this week for um iphone 5s as well People have, um, if you've got an iPhone 5 with a case, um, then the wood pad for the iPhone 4 or 4S is um, is ideal because it's that little bit thicker. Um, I've yet to have any feedback to um, know if the new Lightning Connect uh, works very well or not, but right. a couple of people have got yeah. them and had a look because um, cause the cable is that much different. But Yeah, yeah. that's right. We actually had that discussion, didn't we? It's it's yeah. it's... it's you think that the the there's like a collar on there, isn't there? And you're hoping that that's about the same, so it just sits yeah. in the same depth of 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 stand that you create. But uh, yes, yeah. I'm sure you'll get plenty of feedback on that. Yeah, yeah. The, these people have said, well, until you've until you've got um, specifically for the iPhone five, I'll have one of these in the meantime. So yeah, um, so that's working quite nicely. Yeah. Good. Good, excellent. Well, I've had a few woes this week because I've been having woes for several weeks, really, uh, with my time capsules and time machine, Um, possibly down to my own making. um, But or are they? Because I was having a bit of a conversation with Mike Potter yesterday over at Full Mac Eyes Only, and he mentioned that it had been a supplemental um, Lion update 10.7.5, which I didn't realize so i ran software update and voila there was a very small i think about a 1.3 megabyte um up uh, supplemental update to 10.7.5 which apparently fixed issues with time machine taking forever to back up which is exactly what i was happening to me and i was getting timeouts so it wasn't completing and it was causing me a real headache so i ran the um, update on all of my machines and so far touch wood things seem to have gone back to normal and I'm also oh, i'm also able to put my uh, my hard drive connected back to my airport extreme although i'm having a few issues with the map mini everything else seems to be backing up and, and using time machine as it did normally um but i'm having one or two small issues with um <clears throat> with the map mini but it could be the partition i've put on this particular drive so uh touch wood it's all back up and running again so uh but probably more on that next week mm-hmm. now uh what we do next is normally go over to the mymac.com website James and yep. I, I have to do a silly voice here. So um, <laughs> if you jump straight in after I've done done this, okay? Yep. Remember, you can help my Mac by <laughs> clicking on the Amazon affiliate link at the top right hand of the my Mac website. Doesn't cost you a penny, but it helps the podcast. Thank you. That sounded just like Guy. <laughs> He's not going to like you. <laughs> First on the MyMac.com website this week is an article from our very own Guy Searle. Uh, the title being The Biggest Losers. 
Guy puts down in words some of the things we spoke about previously. Yes, we we had a, a couple of comments, I think, over the last couple of weeks, or might even have been last week, about uh, the biggest losers with this maps uh, Ferrari. But uh, mm. he's actually written all down and put it in words and uh, expanded upon it and put lots of detail in there. Okay, so, so next is the 3M privacy filter for the 13-inch MacBook Pro. That's a review from Asher Weisberger. Have you ever felt as if someone is trying to sneak a peek at what you're doing on your computer? Well, go and read Asher's piece about 3M's privacy screen filter and see if you need one also. It gets a MyMac review rating of 9 out of 10, so pretty good. And books and reading tips from Three Geeky Ladies, uh, number 10. The ladies talk about various reading apps for books and magazines on the iPad and compare it to reading on the Kindle and the Kindle Fire. They apologise for the quality of the sound in the second half. The Skype gods attacked Suze once again. Seems they aren't the only one it affects. Mm, yes. Mm. <laughs> we kind of sometimes have a few Skype problems. Mm. Well, it may not all be down to Skype. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Genius, next is Genius Pen Sketch. Uh, that's a 12 by 9 inch tablet, which is a review from uh, Bert Planchard. <laughs> <laughs> So, put, put a pressure-sensitive stylus in your hand, apply it to a graphis, graphics tablet for the first time, and magic happens. It's a revelation that makes you wonder about all that mousing you've done in the past to retouch a photo. You can read all you want about what it's like to use a tablet, but you need to actually use one to understand how amazingly precise it feels. So you'll have to go and read Kurt's review to see why he gave a genius pen sketch a MyMac rating of 8 out of 10. And Nova 3, Near Orbit <coughs> Vanguard Alliance iOS game review by Mark Greentree. Nova 3 is a first-person shooter game developed by Gameloft, one of the premier game developers for iOS. The Nova series has often been re referenced in likeness to the popular Halo franchise. There certainly are elements of the game that overlap, although that is not by any means a negative view. Read the rest of the... the I've put my teeth in. <laughs> Read the rest of the review. There's lots of R's in that first part. Yeah, yeah. And, and I can and see, see I've missed a K off as well, so I'm going to see if you're going to spot it. <laughs> and see why Mark gives it a MyMac rating of 7 out of 10. Yeah. And you did spot it. Well done. Yes. <laughs> okay, so congratulations to Mac Specialist in Oak Park, Illinois. That's what I was mentioning earlier. See, I must have done my research. I just forgot. Um, there's a short piece about the opening of the new Mac Specialist store with pictures from our good friend, uh, Gimo Nemorowski. No, that's, that's John Nemorowski. Um, I think he might be adding a few more photos as well. So you might have to revisit that one if you want to see um, some of the faces from the stoplight network and the last one is over to you james and apple marks the spot of tech fan podcast number 94 tech fan returns from the pressure of business tim is still absent perhaps he lost he's lost due to the maps in ios 6 <laughs> to get the lowdown on apple's latest media storm david recruits darren griffin of pocketgpsworld.com and they discuss the start of smartphone mapping 
That'd be worth a listen. It will be worth a listen because uh, Darren uh, knows his stuff, doesn't he? Yes, he yes, yeah, he's very, he's, uh, he's, very knowledgeable. Yeah, he's a good guy, is uh, Darren. He's also uh, a bit of a, an Apple fan as well. He, he, he does yeah, a lot a of bit. repair work. So, uh, yeah, worth a listen, that is. Go over and, and take a listen, everybody. Okay, so you did very well there. I'm, oh, I'm, good. I'm extremely pleased. I'm, good. You know, I'm going well, you, you, to give you one of these. Well done. <laughs> you didn't know I could read, did you? <laughs> Well, I can't. <laughs> I, I have to have people read it to me, and I do it all by memory. Ah. Because I can't read. That's, you know. Okay, so we got some feedback from email this week. Um, the first one comes from Alistair Jenks, and I'm just going to read this out as it, uh, as it came. Alistair says, listening to uh, MMP... Well, it's short. What's MMP? I've got, I've got no idea what MMP is, Alistair. Uh, anyway, MMP episode 9, 4 plus 2 plus 3, on his way home after probably attracting quizzical looks for the inane grin on my face thanks to phobie word and tech weird i listened to the iphone sales figures um, analysis with interest consider this new zealand is a country of about 4.25 million people yep less people than iphone sold in those first three days so they've no need to send a whole lot our way for the launch right and he puts a question mark there well, despite the New Zealand flavoured press release describing the pre-sales and release at very specific times for the first group of countries, the second group was simply summed up with, we'll roll out 28 September. No mention of pre-sales, no mention of midnight or 9am anything. The two official carriers announced pre-sales from 12.01 on the 21st September and sales from 12.01 on the 28th of September, but both insisted, that's first thing in the morning in case anybody's wondering, um, but both insisted on a 24-month plan. This despite the fact that New Zealand carriers have always, that's in bold, um, sold unlocked iPhones as have Apple directly to the public. After staying up to midnight on the 21st in the hopes of Apple pre-orders and being disappointed, I stayed up till midnight on the 28th and was also disappointed. I gave up at 12.15 and went to sleep. When I awoke at 5.15, I checked the Apple site and they were on sale. Ah, but with a three to four week lead time. I later noted an email from Apple sent at 3.05am announcing that it was now on sale. My brother got his mail at 3.11. As for several resellers in New Zealand, there are no actual Apple stores here. None of them knew anything as late as lunchtime on the 27th. No stock levels, no opening times, no restrictions, nothing. I checked with a few on Friday too, and none had any stock. I haven't asked because I'm pretty sure I know what the answer is, but I'd put my money on both of the carriers being out of stock now, having sold probably only a few hundred units each. As far as I know, none of the Main Street sellers have stock even now a week later. So units held back for overseas? Not for New Zealand. Fastest rollout ever? Hell no. Earliest ship date for iPhone 5 from Apple, even ordered the moment it was re released, is currently the 29th of October, a full month after the launch. And that came from Alistair Jenks. So, um, because I, I, I've made some uh, assumption, assumptions, or possible assumptions, James, that uh, maybe Apple were holding back and that they could have sold a, you know, a lot more uh, mm. on their homeland 
if they released some to other sites or other countries um, or if they hadn't you know helped some back for other countries but certainly from New Zealand's perspective it seems that um, <laughs> they certainly didn't get any of those uh, held back iPhones if there were any um, the, que- the, the-, the question we had really was should the analysts be disappointed that they didn't sell more um, and you know we were trying to work out why they perhaps hadn't sold anymore uh, and one of my reasons was that they perhaps hold him back for you know a, a soon release elsewhere but um, uh, it doesn't seem that was the case so if they had been able to manufacture I think they could have possibly got closer to the analyst figure that um, Guy mentioned last week what do you reckon? Well yeah my, my opinion on analysts is probably not very pleasant <laughs> <laughs> where do they grab these pictures from uh, you know I mean yeah yeah, well, I, yeah. I mean, Alistair's made a, a quite clear point, but to, I, to be perfectly honest with you, it sounds to me as if they could almost have released it in the other countries a week after, and they'd have been yeah. in the same scenario. Mm. would have been exactly the same uh, situation. And those countries, you know, Alistair will now still be complaining. Well, not He's not complaining, but he would still be thinking, you know... <laughs> pull your act together apple you know if you're going to release it then have some available which i can i can partially understand because but i I think and i'm i'm not i'm not having a go certainly at new zealand here but it's probably not one of their bigger markets so i wonder if they were they were holding I, i haven't heard any of these stories from the likes of china or any of the bigger markets so you know if there's anybody out there listening or can give us any info on uh whether there were any amounts of iphones available for those second release countries then that would be interesting if not then well apple have just sold a damn sight more than they were expecting i'd say mm. didn't the analysts say that um they forgot that um apple aren't allowed to include pre-orders um in their figures because they, they they took into account pre-orders and all this sort of stuff Whereas the five million that they did actually sell was only the ones they actually handed over to people on the time. Yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah, but we've not actually had. Have we ha- actually had any figures from Apple on the the first weekend sales? Did they mention they'd sold five million? Yeah, I think they did, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously we don't know. Um, it, it well, it, it, then in that in that case, it could be even worse from the analyst point of view because they could say, well, yeah. they only sold three million, two million of those uh, five million they mentioned are actually pre-sales, but we don't know. We don't know the figures. Right. I think Apple will probably come out with the figures at a later stage if they really want to. We know Apple are like when it comes to holding back details, but that's a bit of a disappointment, certainly for New Zealand and uh, yeah. certainly for the other countries if they've got the same scenario. Uh, come on, Apple, make more. <laughs> <laughs> What, what a difficult problem to have, eh? What yeah, a real nice. <laughs> anyway, would you like to take the next email? Yes. Right. Uh, hi, guys. This week, I write to you not with a pig, but with a problem. I asked Michael Potter from the For Mac Eyes Only podcast. Uh, have I got that right? Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> so it's been a long day. And, <laughs> and we've been looking at this... But I haven't cracked it yet. Mountain Lion 10.8.2 on my MacBook Pro 15-inch is asking for my password every time I try to delete a file. I enter the password and the file never goes into the trash. It just disappears. I've repaired permissions, changed my account from standard user to admin, tried different files including photos and downloads from apple.com, 
from Safari and Chrome, and no matter what the file is or where it comes from, the same thing happens. Some people at the Apple forum suggest a series of terminal commands, and there's a, a nice link there to uh, to the terminal commands, which we yeah, we'll probably put that in the in the show notes, hopefully. Yeah, Are you I'm listening, not, Guy? I'm not going to read that. Yeah. Are you um, listening, Guy? Put it in the show notes, Guy. Right, Guy? <laughs> but I don't think that's a good idea, especially since I don't know if those commands are correct. Any help would be appreciated. It's not a big deal, at least I don't think so yet, but it could be. Also, I have to thank Guy for the suggestion about Total Finder. That app has changed the way I use my Mac in more ways than one. Best money spent for an app since I don't remember when. Keep up the good work on the show. Eric Dyers. And he's added another part. The trash well, he, folder. Yeah, he, he basically followed up with an email a few days later, and this oh, is right. the follow-up email. The reason I put this in was I've actually come across this, um, and he's giving, he basically gives you, the, you know, a possible answer here. Now, I think it was the same issue I was having. Um, but I also did something else, which was repair permissions. But let um, oh. I'll let you just uh, tell everybody what Eric says. Okay, he says the trash folder is working again. It was owned by root somehow. I ran a command which basically forces the Mac to give my ownership of the dot trash folder, and that was it. I have no idea how the heck this happened. That is a bit odd, isn't it? Yeah, it is very odd. Um, so if you're unable uh, for some reason to um, delete. Uh, items in your trash or they just seem to disappear or you know they just won't your trash bin seems to be getting full or it won't allow you to actually kill anything that's in there um click on your trash folder uh hit command i and then at the bottom of that particular menu that comes up you will see uh who's got ownership of that (coughs) particular folder uh and if you don't have ownership it that's what is not allowing you mm. to actually delete anything from that folder and i think that's what happened to uh, eric here although i'm extremely surprised that when he changed his permissions from uh, just being a user to an administrator because you have to sign out and back in i'm surprised that, thought that, that would have done it you yeah. know that, that might have forced something but obviously not okay so um very little or nothing from Twitter this week. Um, we've had several likes this week on Facebook. So, you know, Guy's going to be really unhappy, unhappy that he wasn't here to see them. <laughs> However, those likes were actually for links to the podcast rather than likes to the Facebook page. So it's all right, Guy. You can breathe securely. Don't panic. Um, but, Guy, don't listen to this bit. I was going to say to everybody... How about liking the MyMac.com, pod, uh, the MyMac Podcast Facebook page? That's MyMac Podcast Facebook page. Putting loads of likes on there and making Guy jump out his skin when he sees all the new likes for next week. Mm. Well, okay. Fair enough. I understand why you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> poor um, old Facebook. Yeah, poor old Facebook. Um, now, let me read this from the start. It'll, it'll become, all will become clear. I must apologise, having recently committed Facebook suicide. I just realised that you may have lost a like from me. I still like you. Honest. <laughs> now that comes from Troisky. So we we had a few weeks where our likes went down, and that was really upsetting Guy. I mean, it, you know, he tried really hard to get our likes on Facebook up, and then, you know, when it started dropping off, it... it um, uh, <laughs> it kind of he committed Harry Carey with his fi- Facebook likes, <laughs> did Guy. Anyway, there was a few emails going backwards and forwards from um, 
uh, from Guy Tuchoyski, who said, and basically he says, I just hope that I don't hit a website, basically because he's now got rid of Facebook completely. And he says, I just hope that I don't hit a Facebook um, that I like, where I have to register via Facebook. Um, mm. Which is that, definitely yeah. possible, because obviously Facebook is doing that with a lot of uh, people yeah. now. He's, he says it's so popular with the masses. I ain't the masses, though. I'm not a number. I'm a free man. We all we all agree with you, Joyski. Very good. Yeah. Um, okay, we've ha- we've got some audio feedback, uh, so I'm just going to play that now. Listen carefully. It's a it's a bit crackly, and I don't condone <laughs> recording and driving at the same time. I'm not saying that's what happened here. But I just don't condone it, okay? Right, here we go. Hi, guys, this is Larry calling you know, while I'm hurtling again down Forbes Turnpike. I home from work, and I heard your show uh, for 22, the German segment, and I must apologize to all German speakers. That was Lachen, Lachen for, for laugh or laughter. Lachen? Okay, that was that was Larry's brother having a go at probably Guy's pronunciation of the German, which was German in the US stores. Wasn't it Guy's brother, Larry? That was Guy's brother, Larry. Yes, but the but I think it was Gary Apter who actually put a German review in the US store. Get me confused again. Look, that's what this show is all about. It's all too you know easy that. to confuse it's, me. It's, 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 this, this show is all about confusion. You know that. Um, so, basically, Guy, Larry's looking out for you, mate. He's going to be on you. He's on you. Now, going back to the email from Alistair, he mentioned that he had an inane grin when he listened to the phobie word of the day. Now, when I pulled the podcast down, I didn't hear it. So I'm going to repeat it here, folks. So sorry if you heard this last week and you already know what's coming. Uh, I'm actually going to do two because I, I feel like I should. Um, but the the word last week, just in case you got that feed that came down and you didn't hear the phobia word of the day, was anatibi, anatibiphobia. Anatibiphobia. Now, what do you reckon that is, uh, James? Now, I know that you've not heard last week's. No, I haven't heard last week's. So I've got a backup of podcasts. So yeah. I'm going to be got lots all stepped up to listen to this week. Anna Tibby, Anna, Anna what? Anna Tibby, Anna Tibby, Anna phobia, Anna phobia, something like that. A N A T I D A E phobia. Is it a phobia against? Any time tonight will do. <laughs> <laughs> Guess when you uh, like, mate. At any time. I don't know. Antibiotics? No. No, no, good guess. Good guess, considering the word. Actually, now, are you ready for this? It's the, f- especially where you live, because I know that you live, for, well, you work a little bit in the country and there's a few ponds around you. Oh, it's yeah. the fear that you're being watched by a duck. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there an advert for, for, for that somewhere? And there was another advert for a duck next to it somewhere in some Possibly. paper. Possibly. <laughs> But I did like that one. Oh, okay, now, now, if you did hear that one last week and you're thinking, well, that's boring because you're now repeating yourself, how about isolophobic? Isolophobic. 
Oh, is that is that a phobia against certain triangles? <laughs> <laughs> good try. Oh, we need to have you back on. That oh. was a good effort. No, it's a fear of being alone. Oh. The, the reason I thought it was a good <laughs> was a try. Poor effort. No, no, the, no. I thought it was a good effort because you were referencing the number of the show, which was very clever. You see, I might oh, have to do I? that in the future. Now you've given oh. me an idea there, so that's why I thought that was very good. It, it, although it was completely wrong. <laughs> well, you, can't have you can't have everything. I thought it was a clever guess. Let's put it that way. No, the fear of being alone, which I thought I was going to be this week, of course. So what if you've got a... If you're, if you're afraid of a duck watching you, you're not going to be alone at the same time, are you? <laughs> well, no, you could be... A, no, it's the fear that you're being watched by a duck. You could be on your own, but you have the fear that you're being watched by a duck. There's two fears there. I mean, it's just a nightmare. Anyway. <laughs> Orange sauce. Would you like it, like to take us out, James? Well, I can have a go. Go on, then. What type of, um, what type of voice would you like? Uh, hey, I, I don't mind the voice. It's, it's, it's the content which matters. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll stand by to stand by. I will be right back. Excellent. I think you changed <laughs> mid mid there. Didn't you? you started off. It, it was what going it? a little. It was going a little Eastern European stroke German, wasn't it? Let's be honest. And then you changed, but that was good. Hi, this is Dale Nemirovsky. I'm John Nemo's mom, and I'm here to say that he was. Really a pretty good boy. I, I really liked him a lot, and he was very well behaved. But he didn't like his vegetables or wear his jacket, and that made me very angry because I was afraid he would get cold. I was always afraid the kids would get cold. But the desserts, let me tell you, he was really into desserts. If you listen to the App Minute podcast, Desserts on Me... The reason why the fast forward button was invented, the G-Men, on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the second section of the MyMac podcast, number 424, a gonal number, a 72 gonal number, which you all know what that is now, and you'll be going onto the websites and looking for them, won't you? Making pretty patterns. I've, I've, I, I expect... Lots of emails with lots of pictures of gonal numbers now. I don't know what I've started, James. No, I've, I'm still trying to work it out. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to do a, a, a search afterwards, a Bing search. I'm not going to say a Google search. Oh, I've just said Google search. Um, anyway, th this section may be a little bit shorter because I know that there was an awful lot of stuff that we had in that first section, so we may have to cut these sections down somewhat. Um, I, di I did get an audio question from a good friend of the show and also a good friend of ours who creates his own show as well over at uh, Pocket Size Podcasts, and that's Scott. Uh, so let's play Scott's um, question, uh, which I actually believe he's, he's trying to fix actually as we record this show. Um, after some uh, some hints from me. Now, if anybody else has got any hints, and next week we may find out whether we actually fixed uh, the question or 
this particular problem that he's got. Um, and if anybody else has got the problem, again, hopefully this may help people. So here we go with uh, Scott's question. Hi, Guy and Gaz. Scott here. I have a Mac question for you, something that's been bugging me recently and I can't seem to fix it. I like to use Spotlight to launch my apps on my Mac. I'll just, you know, command, te- uh, sorry, command space, start typing the app name, bam, hit enter, and go. All of my apps that I've ever tried this with show up in Spotlight just fine, as they should, except for one, Evernote. I have Evernote on my Mac, and for some reason, whenever I do that, it'll come up with all kinds of alternatives. It'll come up with like emails that have the word Evernote. It'll come up with folders that Evernote has created or whatever, but it doesn't come up with the Evernote application, and I don't know why. Uh, Have you ever seen anything like this where for some reason Spotlight doesn't index the app (laughs) or it's hiding it from me or, you know, what, what is this? Is this some sort of state secret thing where I can't know about this? Anyway, if you have any suggestions for this, I would greatly appreciate them, especially if they're good ones. Thanks. Bye. Okay, so that was the question, James. Have, have you ever come across anything like that? No. I that have. very odd. I have. Just trying to see if there's anything about Evernote that would make that... I don't think I don't think it's specific to Evernote, to be honest <clears throat> with you, because I've, I've come across that previously as well, where I've typed in to find an application. It, I think from memory, because it's, it's now fixed, but I think from memory, the, the application that wouldn't come up for me was Rapid Weaver. So there's no rhyme nor reason as to why this <laughs> does or doesn't work um, or, or this happens. And I thought it was just me until we got that question from Scott because I, I you know, I do lots of things on, on my Mac and I, I, I'm sure that I do too much and mess things up for my, you know, own stupid sake do a do as i say not do as i do is is often what i say tell people but i i have come across this so my suggestion and if you've got any other suggestions james please jump in my suggestion to scott was to first of all take go into um your system preferences (coughs) click on the spotlight icon which it should be pretty much on the Uh, personal row which is at the top so probably towards the right um, of that row and in there it should first of all take you to the search results in that um, particular menu you will see a list of all of the items which spotlight is indexing so what i suggested to scott was to take applications actually out of that index Um, i would also actually shut my machine down and go back in and then recheck the application box and again restart my machine that's just because you know i'm an old boy really you shouldn't have to really start your machine down or possibly even just log out and log back in perhaps not restart the machine but log out and log back in um if that failed and he still wouldn't see evernote well first of all i'd make sure i've got evernote yeah, that was a bit of a silly question. You're supposed to laugh there, James. But, yeah, uh, I was, it I was sort of... But it wasn't that funny, was it? Really? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it if it still didn't work at that point, I, I'd shout and scream. Um, but then what I'd try and do is probably then go to privacy 
Mm. Now, you may... That was what I was thinking. Go to privacy. First of all, make sure that Evernote isn't actually in there. But then uh, I'd force a re-index of my Spotlight network just by adding my volume um, for that particular computer into that particular area so that Spotlight didn't index that particular drive. And I think that reacts fairly quickly. I, I did this on my macbook air because i had a problem with my macbook air on spotlight was constantly indexing and at one point i think it told me it was going to take 48 days to complete the indexing (laughs) which i thought was a little bit ott to be perfectly now it's probably because there's some sort of application in the background or some process which isn't isn't dying uh and spotlight is trying to get to that particular application it's stopping it or it's causing some confusion with the uh, with the os um i'm not sure of the exact terminology but it was obviously causing a problem so what i did was i actually put the uh just to start off with because obviously what i'd like to try and do is find out what the problem is and you have to go into console and you look at all your logs well you know yes that's all well and good but i I wouldn't know what I'd be looking at anyway. So the first port of call is what I did there, and this is what I also suggested to Scott, was to put my volume in the privacy so that the uh, spotlight didn't index the whole drive at all, and then take it out, uh, and obviously then force spotlight to then re-index, which is what it did, certainly on my MacBook Air, to re-index the drive, and it actually fixed my MacBook Air. Rather than 48 days, it it took, I think it was about 25, 30 minutes, to do the nice. full indexing. That's not so bad. And all of the items then appeared. Well, the MacBook Air has got a relatively small drive. There's not a great deal of data on there, so that's probably why it was fairly quick. Now, yeah. if, if, if... And it's SSD. And it's SSD, of course, yes. That's really yes. quick. Yes. Yeah. We like SSD. Um, mm. So those are the two things that I suggested to Scott. If anybody out there in uh, my Mac land has got any other suggestions. Um, hopefully I'm going to hear in the next few days whether uh, Scott's Evernote problem has been fixed. Hopefully it has, and uh, we'll come back to you next week and, and let you know. But if anybody's got any other suggestions as to what they think it might be, uh, whether they think there's a, a, a P-list file or some sort of preference that uh, um, he could be hitting, that um, could be messing him up, then you know we'll throw that over to Scott as well. Because, of course, at this point, we don't know whether his, his problem is going to be fixed. So have you got any other ideas on that one, do you think, James? No, I mean, that, that would pretty much be it. I mean, the... the uh no, it's very weird. Unless it's been renamed at all, if Evernote's been renamed, that's the only other thing I could think of. It is odd, isn't it, that it, it yeah. can't find that particular... Of course, the the thing is, you don't know what else it's not finding until yeah. you go looking for the thing that it can't find. Yeah. It's not pointless, haven't it? <laughs> yes, yes. Or not use Evernote. You... you <laughs> use Evernote. Well, well there is not that. Real, there is an that. ideal... But I've actually stopped using Evernote myself. Well, since. well that's that's a slightly different, <laughs> yeah, different well, act on that completely one. Completely, I know. Yeah, I do. I do know a lot of people have, are a little fed up with Evernote, um, considering what's happened to Skitch. Yes, recently. Yes. Um, but that's a an avenue we can perhaps uh, perhaps talk about in in a in a second or two. Because one of the things, one of the reasons Scott sent that in. Uh, to us was because obviously he probably does what I do and that's use Spotlight as an application launcher. Oh, yeah. 
because I, I just type it into um, Spotlight to find the application and go in. But now I'm starting to think that I'm going to start using Launchpad, you know. Yeah, steps back in amazement. I, I'm going to yeah. start putting, obviously, my more popular. I'm almost gonna, I think I'm going to use Launchpad a little bit like the dock, but for the rest of the applications. And then I'm going to take a lot of the stuff off my dock as well, because my dock's far too big and it's got far too much stuff on it. So I'm thinking I'm going to go down that route. What do you reckon well, to that? Well, I like the dock, <laughs> but then I've but I've got a twenty-seven inch iMac, so I've, I've got lots of space. <laughs> ah, now that wouldn't affect me because it doesn't matter how wide my screen is because I always put my dock on the left-hand side. Ah, yeah, and I, I, I like it on the left-hand side because for me it takes a lot less real estate from my screen. Yeah, but then you haven't got as much. There's not as much room on the right, on the left, as I think. But the, the, I find that the dock is such a... You either like it or you loathe it. I think that some people hate the dock, and they don't tend to use it very much. Or they're a complete dock junkie like I am, and sh- shove everything in it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I know that, yeah. But, and, and certainly having a 20-inch uh, screen gives you the ability to be able to shove as much stuff on there as you, as you want. Really. Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't got everything on there, but everything, I, anything that I'm likely to use and do use, um, yeah, I do use it a lot. Cool. Now, going back to the, the going back to Spotlight, do you use Spotlight very much? Uh, not really. Only if there's something I've that's been saved to the wrong place, and I think, oh, where did that go? It's not gone where it should have done. So I quickly Spotlight it and um, and look for it. But that's you pretty much it, actually. Did, did you know, so, uh, I, I don't know whether you've ever done this, I've done it on occasion, is I want to perhaps type in a word. I type it in because I want to see a dictionary and look up a dictionary for a word. I type in the word and in, under look up, under spotlight, you'll see that that word will be, uh, there'll be obviously a dictionary definition. And if you just highlight it, it actually gives you that def- definition in a pop-up. Or you can yeah. click on that definition and it then brings up the dictionary. Quite useful. I shall have to... Um so you just you go you go into Try spotlight that. you go into spotlight um and then uh, or obviously you instigate spotlight by whichever keyboard command you've set up for it uh type in a word if you want a definition and then uh, in in your list of results you should see a little dictionary and uh say if you just put your uh, mouse cursor you, over it it'll, uh, i've tried one of your phobie words and it hasn't found that <laughs> <laughs> only in the document other than that show notes <laughs> yeah I, I, i'm not really sure that some of those phobie yeah. words are that true but they but, but that's oh yes the, yeah i've got it yeah you've so got it now there's, yeah, there's the look up and it pops up as well yes, yes that's very yeah. useful yeah yeah it's quite useful so there you go. that is very useful that, that's, I, that, I did that a different that's way. a gaz's tip without being a gaz's tip there. yeah that's that's extremely useful actually there you go i'll oh, use that again there you go you see Actually, I'm full of useful stuff sometimes. Quite often I just right-click a word and yeah. So, you, So you're not really a Spotlight user then? Not really, no. I only use it as and when if I've lost on it. And, uh, I must, have, I must admit, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, you can put math, you know, math, uh, maths, you know, um, um, questions in there, you know, 3 plus 4 plus 2 times 8 divided by 9. Well, I've put, oh, yeah. I've put 3 plus 2 in and it doesn't give me anything. So, you know, this is where I say that I've probably got something wrong with my Mac because I've put three plus four in there and it's, it's just, just just gives me PDF documents, no, mine <laughs> folders. So, it's giving you the result, is it? Yeah. Mine's, it actually, at the bottom, it says search the web for three plus four. <laughs> <It's> 
because <laughs> comes up second from top calculator and gives the uh, the sum and the answer. Yeah, well, hey, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Live on the show, there you go. Scott, I have the same problem you have. I so type in C-A-L, and guess what doesn't appear in my results? Hey. Calculator. Apple, you need to fix this. Doesn't in mine either. It doesn't in yours either? No, I get calculator. It, Sorry, it, calendar. Calendar. But do you get calculator at all? Uh, yes, I do. Sorry, falls yeah. down on yeah. the application. Yeah, well, that's why it's probably not giving me a result, because it doesn't find the calculator at all. So that's I'm now wondering if I've even got a calculator on my machine. Perhaps I deleted it, because I, you know, I do all the math solutions in my head. What about... I tell you, does it work if you... Yeah, there's the calculator. Go to, a, go to a finder window and try it in there. Instead of using the spotlight top right. Or does that what happens when you use the key code, key uh, shortcut? If I do it in Finder, it just it does the same thing. It just gives me a load of results. It doesn't give me a... All right. Okay, so... Um, yeah. yeah, so hopefully, Scott, you'll come back to us with, um, with the result, and hopefully it's been fixed. I've now got to try and fix mine because it's not returning <laughs> the calculator in my Spotlight search. So th- this could be a bigger problem than, than we thought. So if anybody else is out there... And the finding that when they search for an application or or a it, we're looking at applications really here, um, you search for an application it doesn't appear. Then um, let us know, and um, perhaps we'll start putting some uh, complaints into Apple. Yeah, wasn't expecting that one, was we? No, nope. absolutely not. Okay, I think we'll go out for the second section. Um, so um, I, I'll I'll not embarrass you by asking you to take us out again, James. Oh, good. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> so, oh, dear, a bit of phone feedback there. Don't know who that was. Might have been me. Oh. So, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> well, don't sound so excited. Go on. Go, on. Go for it. <laughs> stand by to stand by and we'll be right back. That's me, you know. You're cheating. You're recording that. That's cheating. Hi, Timothy Gregoire here from the Church Tech Geeks podcast. Well, I'm about to run a sound check here at the church for a concert, but I want to take a quick moment to tell you about the Church Tech Geeks podcast. It's a weekly show that talks about all things live production and church technology. We talk about topics from live sound, lights, and media to building websites for your organization. Join me each week as I walk you through some useful skills or while I talk to special guests from Adam Christensen to Nate Rake in a media shout. Now, if you excuse me, I have the concert run. The Church Tech Geeks is a member of the Stoplight Network. It can be found in iTunes or at thechurchtechgeeks.com or in the Attack of the Stoplight Network feed. Taking mediocrity to its highest level, the G-Men on the MyMac Podcast. And welcome to the final section of the MyMac Podcast. 424, Gonal, Gonal. Uh, that's what I should have called it, really, isn't it? Go you have to be careful how you pronounce that. Okay, now, Guy, <laughs> this is where you insert that special piece of music. So, dramatic pause, allowing Guy to insert that special bit of music. Hit it! Gases, tips, music. Gases, tips, music. Gases, tips. It's time for Gases, tip. Okay, now, we, now this week's tip... <laughs> 
You're dumbfounded, aren't you, James? <laughs> <laughs> I was just imagining the music. You were just imagining the music, yes. yes. Yeah. I really should have extracted it and, and done it and put it in, but I couldn't be bothered. I didn't have time, really, if I'm honest. <laughs> um, this week's tip... Um, I actually mentioned uh, Launchpad, but I'm starting to try and get into uh, Mission Control. And there's a quick, very quick tip here. If you have lots of applications open, and within each of those applications you've got lots of windows, say, let's say you've got lots of Safari pages open, or you've got lots of different pages documents open, or uh, numbers uh, documents open, uh, and you want to find your way through them, if you press Control F3, that will actually bring the, um, the highlighted application to the fore, and it splits it into the, um, uh, the Mission Control uh, sequence so you can see all of the windows that are open for that particular application but here's where the trick comes in if you press tab it will then take you to the next application that you've got open and all of those windows so you can see those so rather than pressing the normal mission control which is the uh, the f3 button and having everything that's open suddenly appear and get very small on your screen you can actually go through each of the applications and all of the windows very easily by going control Control F3, which is the uh, mission control or the old dashboard. No, it's not dashboard, is it? It's mission control. Uh, and then if you press tab, it then takes you through all of the applications and you can see all of the windows that are open with those applications. So there's a, a nice little tip. Now, Guy, don't jump in with that's the end of Gaz's tip because I'm going to ask James if he happens to have any tips. Funny you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> I no, must have read somebody, your mind. <laughs> somebody on Twitter last week noted that um, when they're using the uh, new iOS turn-by-turn directions uh, in iOS 6, that it didn't have any um, ETA or how many miles left or anything like that. But if you tap the screen, uh, they pop up at the top and you can either leave them there and see how long you've got left to reach your destination or how many miles you've got left. I use that all the time. So, yeah, yeah that, that I, was, I, I must admit when you mentioned that, I was quite surprised because I thought, yes, it does. Yes, it yeah. does. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you're dead right. You just tap the screen and it gives you that information. Or you can obviously get rid of that because then it gives you more uh, real estate of the directions that you're following. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good tip. One thing, though, Apple, we need a nighttime version because it's a bit bright. Ah, I haven't used that yet. Yeah, if you use well, turn by turn, night. if you use turn by turn at nights, when you go home from your your place of work, just use it to get home, yeah. and you'll it'll you'll be see. a bit bright. Yes, yes, because there's no nighttime version, so they need to fix that yeah, one. So, it. guy, what you have to do here is um, put the end of Gaz's. Yeah, yeah, you need to now. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. <laughs> Gaz's tip. I, guy, you don't need to put it in now. James has done it. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. Gaz's what? tip. <laughs> That's always the, funny, the funniest part, I think. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the tip. <laughs> the soundbite. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I can't remember the name of the guy who did it now, but I, you know, I'm bowing to him. My, you know, I'm doing praying to Mecca thing. 
Well, I'm not praying to Mecca. I'm praying to whoever did the soundbite. Anyway, moving on before I get myself in really deep trouble. Do you have a pick, James? I do. Yes. Right. Well, we'll move on then. <laughs> Shall I do it now? Uh, if you want. Right. Well, it's it's a bit of an unusual pick. Um, it's uh, it's really an uh, an iOS pick for anybody out there who is a scout or guide leader. Uh, which some of you may or may not know that I'm a, a, a leader of scouts. Um, and I've started to recently use the online scout manager, which has also got an iOS app. Um, and the whole thing is a marvellous piece of kit. If anyone is a scout leader, use it. It's well worth it. It's very. Uh, it's, it's either free, 15 or £20 a year um, for the actual online scout manager and then you can get an ios app which is 199 in the uk store um and it's marvelous saves you so much time with all the admin that you have to do with the uh with uh, running a uh a pack of scouts so yeah highly recommended you can set up all your details of all your members in your scout group or cub pack or beaver colony as mine are i've got a colony of beavers um they're very rare in the uk aren't they oh they are well you say that the actual munching sort are but beavers as in the scout type beavers very very popular Ah, right right yes mind you they mind you i bet they do a lot of munching as well yes they can be a little (laughs) lively which is where i came from previous to recording tonight right yeah, that's another story. But yeah, it's such a such a time saver. You set up your program, and in your in your program, you can put in the activities you're going to do, um, with links to the badges that they may do if they've if they complete the various tasks and activities. So when you take your register on your iPhone, um, it links through to the database online. Um, so you click off the, the people who are present, and when you get home or when you've got a decent signal, you upload all the details tell them which badges you did on the program that was already entered up and it instantly updates all the badge records all the details everything so what would normally take about 30 minutes when you get home is done in about 15 seconds excellent yeah it's superb saves me so much time it's very 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 good someone's actually thought that through who needs to use that yeah it's a scout leader yeah definitely excellent yeah that's what you need that's what you need people who who need to create a solution for a problem yeah, and it, yeah. I mean, the admin side is, is it can be quite substantial to organise a program for the kids. And um, well, you spend en- enough time, you know, probably sorting out all the stuff that you need to do with them, and do you, you obviously spend also a lot of time actually being there. So you yeah. want as little admin uh, as possible, yep. don't you? Really, exactly. Yeah, and this is this is probably cut it by three quarters, I should think. Excellent. So, any scout so. leaders out there? We'll put the yep. link in the show notes as soon as... Or guide leaders, they do. Or guide leaders. Guide, yep, so. gu- yeah, scout or guide leaders. There you yep. go. Brilliant. Excellent. Well, James will send me over the link and we'll put it in the show notes. Superb. I'll do that. Um, my uh, pick is... I, I often mention keyboard shortcuts, and I know that Guy does as well. Uh, they can be very, very useful. Now, there's a free app. Yes, I said it's a free app. It's in the Mac um, App Store. So you can find this in the Mac App Store. It's called Cheat Sheet. I'll say that very carefully. (laughs) Cheat Sheet. (laughs) C-H-E-A-T-S-H-E-E-T. 
T. Um, so all you have to do is hold the command key uh, a little bit longer and you get up a list of all of the active shortcuts on the current application. And uh, it's as simple as that. Uh, that's it. It's quite useful. I, I don't actually use it on my main Mac um, because I've got another, another application which I paid for some time ago. So, um, But I, I don't have that app on some of my other Macs, the MacBook Air and the, the white MacBook. So I've put this onto those, um, those MacBooks. Um, useful, really useful. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, we have a people's pick. Yay! Hallelujah! Yeah, I thought, Is that me? No. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It could be. This, this one is from Andy Hall. So uh, he's actually sent us an audio clip. So not only, not only Guy, you're away and we've got three audio clips. <laughs> he's going to hate me next week. He's really going to hate me next week because we'll, we'll, get, we'll get no audio for next week at all and he'll be sad guy, <laughs> sad guy. Anyway, we've got a people's pick and it's an audio clip from Andy Hall. I am going to play it now. Hi, Guy and Gaz. This is Andy. I just thought I'd send you in a people's pick. Haven't sent one in for a while and I know you're looking for him, so I'm tired of slacking off I'm giving you a people's pick. I just wanted to pick uh, the Waze application. Waze, W-A-Z-E, is a GPS, uh, turn-by-turn direction uh, application for iOS. Um, Particularly use it on my iPhone uh, as I'm driving around because it's crowdsourced traffic and crowdsourced information regarding accidents. And I find it very accurate. And the voice for turn-by-turn directions is, is very clear. And now that we have the new iPhone 5 or the iOS 6 Maps application, I'm enjoying that, too, for turn-by-turn directions. But it's not quite up to par still with an application like Waze. Um, The Siri voice is still a little stilted and has some of the wrong... Uh, names uh, in terms of how they pronounce streets. Uh, But what I do like to do is use the two apps in combination. As I said, I use the Waze application for navigation and um, getting to and from places with turn-by-turn directions. But I like to use the Maps app for integration with Siri and having Siri take me somewhere when I'm not sure where the closest particular post office or uh, restaurant is. Uh, And I find that uh, the Maps application along with Siri does a very good job for that. So right now I'm kind of enjoying using the applications in combination. But just wanted to give a people's pick for the Waze navigation application. And uh, just uh, wanted to let you know that. Thanks a lot. Great job on the podcast, guys. Thank you very much there. Uh, Andy, that's great. Um, I have tried Waze in the UK. Um, have you come across that? Yes. You yeah, have? I've got it. Yeah, I've got it on my uh, iPhone, yeah. Excellent, excellent. So there's, uh, there's, there you go, people. Go and have a look at Waze. Um, right, now, Facebook. Let's get 300 um, Facebook likes in before next week and just listen to Guy's reaction. It's foolish and petty, but it's, you know, for the good of Guy, really. Seriously. Yep. 
indeed. He'll love it. See, he'll love it. He'll love it. I, I won't. It doesn't bother me. Um, iTunes, yes, please. If you could do a review in iTunes, we would very, 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 very much appreciate it. We we love the feedback that we get from you guys. It's just superb. It's really what this podcast is all about. It's all about fun, having a good time, and, and interacting with uh, you guys. And uh, we just love all of the Twitter uh, messages we get. We love the uh, emails we get. We love the the sounds that you send in from time to time <laughs> on Skype, as Guy would say, because he gets fed up with doing that, James. He really does. But anyway, <laughs> but if you could do some reviews in iTunes, that'd be fantastic. And if you do a review, send us your email and Guy will give you a wooty. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you any more about the wooty. If you're an early or, uh, listener to this, if you're the first time listener to this, do a review, you'll get a wooty. Yeah. There you go. What could be more compelling? The fabled Wooty. The fabled Wooty, yes. Now, if you'd like to con- contact Guy, because he will be back with us next week, hopefully, you can contact him at uh, G-U-Y at M-Y-M-A-C dot com. There you go, Guy, you're not here, so I'm going to do it my way. <laughs> you can also contact Guy at twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. I don't, reading that out and doing it myself just doesn't feel right, James, does it really? I was I was ready for it, but you got there too quick. Oh, sorry about that. I wasn't sure whether you might. I wasn't sure whether you might. I should have I should have hesitated and seen, and that would have been even funnier. But there you go. Um, so we'll go for it again then. Twitter.com forward slash Matt Parrot. Brilliant. I think we ought to keep that as a soundboard <laughs> clip. Um, you can also contact both of us at twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz. That's G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Z. Excellent. <laughs> I love it. I love our listeners. <laughs> you can contact me at GAZ Zed. at mymac.com <laughs> or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Zed. <laughs> you can also send to feedback at mymac.com or you can send a voicemail to Skype. Um, 703-436-9501 I should have said 436-9501 Ring it, ring it now Or we'll have to get rid of it Because Guy gets all upset if people don't ring it Now oh. James, thank you oh. so very much for being on the show It's uh, my pleasure please let you for having me Please let everybody know where they can contact you And especially where they can go over and see all of those wonderful wood pads oh, Well wood pads easy enough That's just woodpad.co.uk um, and you can follow me on Twitter at uh, JCT underscore Woodpad. You can see a common theme here. Or at The Woodpad. Um, and if you want to contact me uh, via email, james at woodpad.co.uk. Fantastic. Absolutely superb. So thank you ever so much, everybody, for downloading and listening to the podcast. We really, really do appreciate it. It's uh, It astounds us every week that people do that but uh, we have fun doing it and we'll try and keep doing it now would you like to read the next piece oh no i haven't sent it over to you have you i'll have to do it james I sorry say, i haven't got another no bit. that's right that's my fault i should have sent it over to you so this is what guy normally says i think this is the best show i've ever done and i'm good enough smart enough and don't got it people like me that's it, that's an impression of guy what do you think no no. No, not very good, was it? No. No. <laughs> okay, the next word is end. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network 
for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. No guy this week other than the bumpers played earlier. Was that good enough? No? Well, too bad. Get over it. I'm starting to think that just making fun of Donna each week on the Pocket Size Podcast isn't enough airtime for me, so I might start jumping in here too. Oh wait, I said Donnie instead of Scott. Ha 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 ha. I actually did it on purpose just to make Scott mad. I'm a little she-devil I am. Anyway, not that you deserve it, but here's your funny limerick for this week. Ahem. I was not on this week but don't be mad. We heard James instead so be glad. Of course Gaz had his fun, with a fear of ducks on a second run, but not to worry, just hit them with a wood pad.